Some fireworks, I guess, in Australia as a result of them losing a silver capsule that contained radioactive material. Now, it has been recovered, but we still thought, okay, how did this happen and what kind of uh, danger does it actually pose? Lynn McDonald is a scientist at the Radiation Safety Institute of Canada and joins us right now. Good morning. Good morning, John. Okay, first of all, what was this capsule and why was it on the move? So the capsule, it was about six millimeter by eight millimeter cylinder of cesium-137 that uh, is found inside, was found inside what's called a nuclear gauge. And nuclear gauges are used, there's two types, there's fixed and portable ones. They're used in industrial applications, sort of like an x-ray is used, but they don't require any electricity to be run to it in order for it to work. So you can imagine if there's a pipe up in a a factory type of thing, instead of having x-ray and have to run cables up to it, they can put a nuclear gauge there that can then kind of analyze what's going on inside the pipe without any electricity being needed. So the portable ones are used um, for things like figuring out the moisture content of soils or the density or the compaction of soils around construction sites or um, when new asphalt is just put down, they can use the portable gauges to see if it's of good quality. Okay. So so how it got lost, um, they are saying that it was packaged up and that the vibrations of the travel knocked a bolt out they think and the gauge fell out um it's it's not really clear if that was a fixed gauge or a portable gauge it would make probably more sense that it was a fixed gauge that was taken off a pipe um, and they have a shutter on them that type of thing because a portable gauge would be pretty much meant to be portable and that that would be very unusual but there's not a lot of detail around exactly um, what had happened there because typically shipments are um besides having the gauge you know just be in a regular package during shipment uh, there's a lot of requirements uh international requirements for industrialized countries through the iaea um, that that gauge itself would then be packaged inside another larger package before shipment and paperwork and things that go along with it how dangerous would this capsule be um it's it had health concerns, right? It, it's not the most dangerous thing. Like there are other things that would be more radioactive, like like plutonium and things for for fuel for certain nuclear reactors and things. Um, but it was um, had enough energy being released from it that it could have health effects if someone was to pick it up and hold it uh, for a period of time. The thing is with radioactive materials is that even if it's giving off enough energy to actually have health effects, that you can't feel it. It's not like putting your hand on top of a stove. So what they were explaining is that um, the amount that they were giving off was about getting 10 10 to maybe 17 x-rays, chest x-rays an hour. And if someone had picked it up, put it in their pocket for a period of time, um, that it could have um, reddened the skin, maybe burned the skin, and then had possible consequences such as cancer down the road. Um, the further away you are from it, the 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 gamma radiation 
um, there was some beta and and the gamma radiation that comes off that it spreads out into this into space. Um, and so the energy that's reaching you is less. So they were telling people if they did come near it to stay at least five meters away, just to give you a scale. Okay, and one last question for you. Do we move items like this around in Canada? Yes, we do. Um, the, the nuclear gauges are used in Canada. They're um, not something that you can just, uh, a company can't just go in and, and purchase it without um, some regulation around it. It's regulated by the Canadian Nuclear Safety Commission, and um, uh, people must apply. They have to have a radiation protection plan and have that approved by the CNSC. And when they are shipped, there are regulations um, around that that the CNSC has in place and also Transport Canada. So people must have these radiation protection plans. Um, and, and there's training that goes along with that, regular training that must happen. And um, it, it just, again, these IAEA international regulations that the Canadian regulators adopt must be in place. Thank you very much for this. Good to learn all of this stuff this morning. All right. And just so people know, if they have any questions or concerns about this or any other radiation related topic, that we have a free information service that they can call in and or give us an email. And so, again, it's the Radiation Safety Institute of Canada, so we can answer their questions when if they are still concerned. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Lynn McDonald is liaison scientist at the Radiation Safety Institute of Canada. Bet they get a lot of calls and emails today just because people are kind of curious.